I want to welcome everybody in church this morning. Baie welkom vir allemaal wat hier is vanmorgen in die kerk. En ook vir die mense wat dan inluister oor ons YouTube kanaal. For those listening in on our YouTube channel, welcome wherever you are. May God bless you and be with you in a special way on this beautiful Sunday morning. Sunday morning is always the first day of the week and we know that it was on this day that we celebrate resurrection and hope because Jesus was raised on this birthday. So be happy and glad as the Bible also instructs us. That ons vreugde mag hee is, is, is a groot voorrecht, net omdat ons aan die Heere boer. So jylle die afkondigings gesien al oor die op die skerm, ek wil net sê dat ons kinderkerk weer voortgaan vandag wat lekker is en dat by die mense wat vir jaarse name sien jylle daar en dames het altyd vir ons lekker vir om op te sê, mag die Heere vir jou goed wees in die nieuwe, in jou nieuwe levensjaar May there be blessings for you if you celebrate this coming week, your personal birthday. Then the names on the prayer request list, as we often say, there's no limit to this list. We can pray for everybody anywhere in the world. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Prayer can reach anybody. And that's that's a wonderful tool we have. So ons bid specifiek vir die mense op ons gebedslijst, mag die Heere op een besondere manier by elkeen wees wat dier moeilike tye gaan. Dan, as ons thee drink na die tyd, moet julle bykie praat met Susan, ons verkoop weer koekies, Susan van Rensburg, so hoor een bykie by haar, uh, as jy bestelling kan plaas, en dit is lekker Soetkoekies, ek kan daarvoor instaan, ek het hulle al geproe. Hulle is baie lekker. So if you want nice cakes, small little sweet, wonderful things, you must contact Susan after church while we drink tea. Um, Brixton Community planned their... Uh, uh, festival of Lights last year uh, to coincide with Christmas and it couldn't happen because of the coronavirus uh, it was difficult but now we are going to celebrate that on the 5th of um, February and that will be between 1800 hours that's 6, six till 9 o'clock in the evening but the big thing is that the whole festival is uh, starts I think there at, at the at the park in Brixton but it ends here at our church because if you haven't seen our beautiful stars yet that will be lit and we will be part of it so what for ons wonderlik is met hierdie fees van die licht is dat ons weet ons vier Jesus as die licht vir die wereld en ons vier het saam met ons gemeenskap, die Brixton gemeenskap. So dit is nou op die 5e februari, en die 
daar gaan verskillende stalliekies wees, en ons gaan ook een stalliekie by ons kerk hee, maar alles sluit af hier, by ons, met een groot lichtvertooning. So, ons moet dit asjeblief ondersteun. And next Sunday, we celebrate Holy Communion, net vir jou kennisname, volgende sondag sal ons nachtmaal vier. This was the announcements that I wanted to just put under everybody's attention as we continue with our service. We start with our commencing word. And this commencing word is from the prophet Amos. Amos 4 is ons aanvangswoord. Hy wat berge vorm en die wind skep. Hy wat sy gedagtes aan die mens bekend maak. Hy wat die dag breek donker maak. Hy wat oor die hoogtes van die aarde gaan. Sy naam is Heere, almachtige God. So we have gathered here as Amos, Amos says, in the name of the Almighty God, and he says, For the Lord is the one who shaped the mountains, stirs up the winds, and reveals his thoughts to mankind. He turns the light of dawn into darkness and treads on the heights of the earth. The Lord God of heaven's armies is his name. So we have gathered here in the most powerful names of all names, the God of all creation, the God that reveals himself to you and me as well, the the God with the kindest heart, welcoming everybody in his presence. Therefore, receive the blessings of this almighty God. Hierdie God wat vir jou en vir my so lief is, wat sy Seen, Jesus Christus, vir ons gestuur het, so dat ons weet wat liefde is. Hy is vanmorgen hier, by jou. Hy noe jou in in sy hart, en hy beskerm jou, en hy hou jou vast in sy liefde. The Almighty God, the Triune God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit embraces you and me this morning and fills us with his kindness, mercy, and love. Amen. Amen. So how can we respond? We respond by giving him the glory and giving him the majesty Let's sing that together. Majesty, worship His Majesty. Majesteit, glansrijke heerlijkheid, 
Ons wil Jesus die koning olde bewys Majesteit, himmelse heerlikheid Van waar ons vond tot by sy troon Wil ons omprys Kom ons lof, kom ons besing die naam van Jesus. Kom ons lof, kom ons aanbid, dere ons God. Majesteit, heilig heerlikheid, hy het gesterf, ons heil verwerf, Hy het oorwin Majesty Worship His Majesty Unto Jesus Be all glory, power and praise Majesty Kingdom authority Flow from his throne unto his own, his anthem raise. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify, Christ Jesus the King. Majesty. Worship His Majesty, Jesus who died, no glorified, King of all kings. Jesus who died, no glorified, King of all kings. After our Praise Him, it's wonderful for children to give them chance to meet in the hall for the children's church. All the boys this morning, all ons seens wat vanmorgen hier is, maar ook ons dochters, wat gewoonlik na die kinderkerk toe gaan, gaan saam met Benny en Nikki. The word for our commitment and contemplation and reflection the mo this morning comes from Hannah after the Lord God answered her prayers and revealed himself in this wonderful way and gave her a son. So, soos wat ons altyd gewoonlik is op een sondagochtend, gee ons ook kans vir persoonlijke toewijding. En vanmorgen luister ons naar die woorden van Hanna in 1 Samuel hoofstuk 2 vers 1 en 2. En sy sê die volgende woorden. Wat sê dit voor jou en voor mij vanmorgen in die plek waar ons is? Where are we specifically, spiritually, emotionally, 
Where are we and what does these words from Hannah invite us to reflect on in our lives? Ek jubel in die Heere, sê sy. Ek is sterk in die Heere. Ek is bly oor die uitkomst wat u gegeet. Daar is geen heilige soos die Heere nie. Buiten u is daar nie een nie. Daar is geen rots soos ons God nie. My heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. No one is holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. This was a confession of a woman. A woman in dire straits. And the Lord came into her life and answered her. What is the invitation to you and me this morning? If we consider her beautiful, beautiful confession. Hierdie beleidnis van Hanna, waartoe roep het jou en my vanmorgen? Sy sê die Heere is a rots. Het jy a rots nodig in jou leven vandag? Are you in desperate need to give everything to the rock? The rock on which you and I can build our lives. What do you want to share with God, specifically this moment, this day? Let's speak to God personally as we bow our heads in silent contemplation. Amen. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus. To reach out and touch Him And say that we love Him Open our ears, Lord And help us to listen Open our eyes, Lord we want to see Jesus.
Ak mēj no stālēr, ak vēlnā īlēstār, mēj ārt fērī opmāk, tātī mēj kānān rāk, open mēj Arten mei ore, dat ek ilir kenir, en for u kan lewe. Lord is because we want to live and we want to live in abundance and in the beauty of your grace that we need you we desperately need you we need you in our lives for direction for understanding for hope for healing we need you because without you we declare we can be nothing and do nothing. We declare this morning that you are the rock and the source of our lives. You gave it to us and you fill us and you never forsake us. Therefore we turn to your word every Sunday because we consider your word as the source of all our lives. You give us answers, but above all, you give us hope. Open your word again this morning and speak to our hearts and minds and our lives completely as we surrender to you. Hier is ons Heere, ek kinders, omdat ons saamgekom het om weer uit die Bijbel te lees wat die woord is. Maar dankie dat die woord vir ons as een ruglijn is wat die hele wereld a jylle kosmos, a jylle lewe vir ons oopmaak en oopvou. Dankie dat die woord nooit beperk nie, maar oopmaak en niet maak en richting gee. Dis met hierdie, hierdie gesintheid wat ons vanmorgen weer uit die Bijbel lees. Dankie vir die teenwoordigheid Dankie vir die seen, dankie vir die genade. Amen. Our scripture reading is this very special passage from Nehemiah chapter 8. And we know that Nehemiah was a leader and a builder and a healer. And it's wonderful to read from his prophecy. And he worked together with another prophet, Ezra. And both of them were 
instruments in the rebuilding of God's temple after the, the God's people returned back from Babylon to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and those two were especially instrumental in guiding in the leadership of rebuilding the temple. So uit Nehemia is het vir ons lekker om te lees van iemand wat leiderskap getoon het op so'n wonderlijke manier saam met Esra om, om alles weer op te bouw wat afgebreek was. En dit is een gedeelte wat ons inspireer en ons weer hoop geef vooral in die begin van hierdie nieuwe jaar om hoop te kry as ons weer moet bouw en recht maak. So let us listen to God's word. Nehemiah 8, Nehemiah hoofstuk 8. Met die aanbreek van die 7 maand was die Israelite al in alle dorpen. Die hele volk het toe soos een man bij elkaar gekomen op die plein voor die waterpoort van Ezra. Ach, voor die waterpoort in Ezra, die schriftgeleerde, gevraagd om die boekrol te brengen met die wet van Mozes wat die Jere Ezra beveel het. Ezra, die priester, het toe op die eerste dag van die zevende maand die wet voorgehouden aan die bijeenkomst, wat mans en vrouwen ingesluit het. Elkeen wat met begrip kon luisteren. Hij het van het het lege woord het, tot die middel van die dag toe, daar voor die plein, bij die waterpoort, daar het voorgelees, vir die mans en die vrouwen en die wat kon verstaan. Die hele volk het met gespitste oren geluister, naar die boekrol met die wet. Esra, die skrifgeleerde, het gestaan op een hout verhoog, wat hulle vir die doel gemaakt het. Esra, die boekrol, voor die oor van die hele volk oopgemaak, want hij het hoor als die hele volk gestaan. En toen hij het oopmaak, het die hele volk opgestaan. Esra het die Heere, die grote God geprijs, en die hele volk het met hulle handen opgeheef geantwoord, Amen, Amen. Toe het hulle gekniel, en met hulle gezichten naar die grond een aanbidding gebuig voor die Heere. Die Levite het voor die volk die wet verduidelik, terwijl die volk op hulle plekke bly staan. Hulle het uit die boekrol met die wet van God voorgelees, terwijl hulle verduidelik. Hulle het die uitleg gegee, so die volk die voorlezing kon verstaan. Nehemia, hy, hy was die administrateur, en Esra, die priester en skrifgeleerde, en die Levite wat bezig was om voor die volk te verduidelik, het toe vir die hele volk gesê, hierdie dag is heilig voor die Heere jylle God. Moe nie treur of huil nie? Ja, die hele volk het gehuil toe hulle die woorde van die wet hoor. Esra het vir hulle gesê, gaan eet feestelike kos en drink soet drank, deel ook uit aan hulle vir, vir wie niks voorbereid is nie. Want hierdie dag is heilig voor ons Heere. Moe nie neerslachtig wees nie. 
want die vreugde van die Heere, dit is jylle toevlug. Die Levite het die hele volk gemaakt om stil te wees en gesê, wees stil, want die dag is heilig. Moe nie neerslachtig wees nie. All the people assembled with a unified purpose at the square just inside the water gate. They asked Ezra, the scribe, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had given for Israel to obey. So on October 8, Ezra, the priest, brought the book of the law before the assembly, which included the men and women and all the children old enough to understand. He faced the square just inside the water gate from early morning until noon and read aloud to everyone who could understand. All the people listened closely to the book of the law. Ezra, the scribe, stood on a high wooden platform that had been made for the for the occasion. Ezra stood on the platform in full view of all the people. When they saw him open the book, they all rose to their feet. Then Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people chanted, Amen, Amen, as they lifted their hands. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord. with their faces to the ground. The Levites then instructed the people in the law while everyone remained in their places. They read from the book of the law of God and clearly explained the meaning of what was being read, helping the people understand each passage. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest, and scribe, and the Levites, who were interpreting the, for the people, say to them, Don't mourn or weep on such a day as this, for today is a sacred day before the Lord your God. For the people had all been weeping as they listened to the words of the Lord. And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with the people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites too quieted the people, telling them, Hush, don't weep, for this is a sacred day. So the people went away to eat and drink at a festival meal, to share gifts of food and to celebrate with great joy, because they had heard God's word and understood them. 
These are the words of God for you and me this morning. Amen? Amen. What a wonderful, interesting passage of Scripture. So, let me just capture what, what happened here. The temple was rebuilt already. Ezra, that came with and worked with Nehemiah, he already um, instructed that and that was completed. But now there was something missing. The walls of the city of Jerusalem. These walls weren't completed yet. So, Nehemiah, he is now a, in a very special position in the, in the court of the Persian king where he worked. He was the cupbearer for the king. And that was a very, very special position to have. Politically, socially, everything. People looked up at people like that, who had that specific position. So the king of Persia, he heard about this dilemma that the walls of Jerusalem wasn't completed yet. So he sent Nehemiah and he said, you go and be the governor in Judah now and you will be the instrument of helping the people to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. So this is now the background of this whole um, passage. So now, only in 52 days, the walls are completed, because he was a very good leader. We can talk about that at another occasion, maybe, the leadership of Nehemiah. He was a fantastic leader. He, he was taking the people with him. He was a servant leader. And that's why they could complete it in 52 days. So the walls are rebuilt. The temple is rebuilt. Now, what happens? The whole population of the whole people of Jerusalem came together at the water gate. That was one of the gates to the city. And now they pleaded with Nehemiah and Ezra, we need to know the word of God. And what was that? That was the law of God, passages from the first five books of the Bible that, that conveyed God's will to the people. And we read this amazing thing. They all came together, men and women. Remember? Only men were allowed into the temple. Now they hear the word of God, not just in the temple, they hear it on a plain in the middle of their city. And everybody can hear it. Men, women, children, any, anybody. But have you heard when we read this passage? It is continuously said that it was needed for them to understand the word. It wasn't just the word of God. It's understanding the meaning. And when they grasp that, what happened? 
they all cry, they mourn. Because why? Because if you know what is God's will for your life, and then if you measure your own life to the measure that God wants us to live, obviously you, be, you and I will be sad. Like those people. Because they thought, this is God's will. We have failed. We do not do God's will. And then he says these fantastic words that became a promise for all God's people through all the ages in churches all over in history. Don't be dejected or sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Moet nie, moet nie hartseer en teleergesteld wees nie, want die vreugde van die Heere is jou kracht. Understanding God's word, understanding God's love, understanding God's grace, understanding what God wants for all the of us in this human race brings joy, not sadness. And this is this is the beauty of this message. God's will is a will for healing, happiness, grace, and love. God's will is never a stick to hit us, but a stick like a walking stick to guide us how to walk through this life. So, God's word, God's will, God's wet, wordt nooit a stok om iemand mee te slaan nie. Dit is wat Nehemia en Esra hier vir mense sê. Moe nie God's woord soos, soos a stok gebruik of versies gebruik as ons het so kan interpreteer vandag, om mekaar mee te vernietig of te slaan nie. Gebruik dit om mense hulle plek by God te laat vind, hulle plek in die wereld, om die rechte dinge te doen, zodat so daar vreugde in die lewe kan kom. So this, the message from this beautiful passage is that God's word, God's law, is not to hit people, but to show people God's love. And this is how we should treat God's will and God's word, because it is interpretation and reinterpretation and stay with his will to interpret it for every generation, and this has become tradition. This is what we call Christian tradition. So it starts with God's word, but then it flies, and it becomes bigger, and it becomes the word for you and me, for every person of every age, to see God's heart, to change, and to be part of, of the joy in this world. 
And I think that sometimes we lost that because we react like these people. We just see sin and we're sorry for our sin and we see brokenness and we are sad. But we never see the happiness and the joy of connecting people with God through his word. Because this is why we have God's word. Hoe kom het ons die Bijbel? Ons het die Bijbel, omdat God die Bijbel vir ons geeft, nie om mense daarmee te slaan soos een stok nie, maar om mense in een verhouding met God te brengen. Dis hoekom hy sê, vandag is een heilige dag vir hierdie mense. Julle hoor Godse wil. Julle moet feest vier, moet nie net treur en hartseer wees nie, wees bly. Wees dankbaar, want hierdie woord verbind jou weer met die levende God. En jy kan goed recht maak wat verkeerd is. Jy kan, die, jy kan deel wees van vreugde en blijdschap en oplossing in hierdie wereld. God's word, God's law, as it was brought here to the people, became a stick like a walking stick for guidance, not to hit people, not to condemn people, not to show people or yourself, maybe you condemn yourself, maybe this is how you and I sometimes read the Bible, that we think we're never good enough, or we failed, but he says, this is a sacred day for happiness and for joy, because God's word is a change agent. It changes my heart so that I can change. That's why this was a beautiful festival. It was the festival of the tabernacles or the festival of the booths or the festival of the end of the harvest. The feast van tabernacles, the feast van the oestheid wat klaar is, dit was tyd van die loofhuttefeest, want wat gebeur het in die tyd? Hulle teruggedink aan die tye in, uh, 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 in die woestijn, toe hulle perman, nie permanente huise gehad het nie, dan het hulle tydelike huisies gebou met, met, met mooie uh, tydelike dakke met rieten en palms om te sê die tydelikheid is voorbij. God het nou permanent by ons kom woon. So what is the message for you and me in the time after we celebrated Christmas and we celebrate the time that Jesus is here, he's part of our lives, he's the light of the world and the world. What we do we do? We celebrate that he as the word in John's gospel. The word became flesh and blood. Jesus is die woord, die wet, soos wat Moses gegeet en soos wat Nehemia en Esra hier vir die volk leer en die Levite alles mooi uitlee en verduidelik verduidelik ons vandag vir mekaar en sê, Jesus is ons woord. Jesus is the word, the law of God.
He became human to show you and me how to be human. And this is the joy. For the joy of God's word of the law will be our strength. How do we reinterpret that today? We say, the joy of Jesus Christ the Lord is my strength because I know him and he has become part of my life. And therefore, I can change and I can return. I can always return home and back to where I belong because I understand God's law. How do you and I, we are so privileged, we are even more privileged than the Israelites in the time of Nehemiah and Ezra because we understand the word better. We see him in Jesus Christ. And that brings us joy. That brings us hope. The word was explained to us in Jesus Christ. If we read from the Old Testament, we understand all those prophecies because we know Jesus Christ. And therefore, there's joy in our hearts and we change. So if we haven't changed yet, or, or if we get stuck, we must always turn back to the Word. Because it's a, it's a call for celebration. In die in hierdie tyd van Epiphanie, wat vier ons? Ons vier dat die woord mens geword het. Dat ons Godse wet verstaan. Dat ons dinge kan verander. Dat ons kan deelwees in hierdie wereld. Om vreugde in mensense leven te bring. We do not live legalistically anymore. We do not turn back to the legal side and we throw words, all the word of God against each other. We do not hit each other or other people with different denominations or different belief systems with the word. No, we use it as a walking stick to say, no, I want to introduce you. I want to be part of the introduction to understand how many times in this passage did we read for all of those who could understand it. How do we understand it? We understand it through Jesus Christ. So no, no stick to heat. But a beautiful, beautiful way of inviting people closer in a connection with God. Because it was for everybody. Read that passage again. The law of God wasn't read in the temple. It was read on the plain for everybody in Jerusalem to hear. Women, children, men, foreigners. It was open. It was universal from the start. And if we take it seriously, we become change agents for love. 
we become life-giving people. We do not use God's word as, as a stick to hit people or to kill people. This is a word for life and for hope. And therefore, it's joyous. Therefore, it's joyous to serve like Nehemiah, like Ezra, like the Levites, this passage. We just serve. If people do not understand, we explain. That is the beauty of it. We, we become part of, do you, can I help you to understand and connect with God? Because I know his word, and his word is Jesus. And this Jesus gave a lot of beautiful words. He gave us words like grace. He gave us words like love, love your enemy. He gave us words like forgiveness. That you and I, in our place in this world, can bring clarity and direction and joy. Because we know the word and we know his name is Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for understanding his word. Lord, in unity and in oneness, Collectively, we are before you and as the men and women and the children and the foreigners and everybody that saw the law of Moses stood up and respected you and gave you the glory, we do it this morning in our hearts. We give you the glory because, Jesus Christ, you are our word through which we can live and breathe and find answers and hope. Here, Jesus, for you stand ons work soos een man op and eenheid and collectief buig ons laag voor you. Want ons het u gevind, omdat u ons eerste gekry het. U het ons eerste gesoek en ons het kerswees gevier en nou vier ons epifanie wat maar net sê dat u verskyn het en dat u die woord is wat, wat vir ons die betekenis bring van al die woorde van die oud testament. Dankie dat u die woord is wat vir ons betekenis bring oor al die wette. En dankie dat ons nie mekaar met hierdie woord hoef te slaan, of te strui, of te beklein nie. Maar dankie, dat hierdie woord, hierdie woord ons uitnooi om liefde hee. Dat u liefde is, dat ons in u genade en hoop vind. 
Ons geef u alle eer vanmorgen daarvoor, Heere. En dank je dat het vreugde en blijdschap in ons harte bring. Amen. Ons slotsang is een mooi lofsang voor ons drie enige God. Prijs om die hemel vos. Crown him with many crowns is our closing him this morning. And we give this God the glory like the Israelites did by lifting up their hands and bowing before our Lord and Savior. Let us stand as we sing our closing hymn. Som die hemel voors op sy verhewe troon Loof om aan wie die hemel korrel al die steeds betoon Aan om die skepper Heer kom tot die eer en mag Sy voort het alles voortgebring, Rom ewig sy gesag. Crown him with many crowns, The lamb upon his throne. Hark how the heavenly anthems drums, All music but its own. Awake my soul and sing Of him who died for thee And hail him as thy matchless king Through all eternity Love here in heerlijkheid Die uit in die kracht Behoort aan God daar op die troon en aan die lam geslag Tot in die eeuwigheid sal ons die lied laat hoor Die hele skeping oor al oor op Amen en Round him the Lord of love, behold his hands and sight. Those wounds yet visible above, in beauty glorified. All hail, Redeemer, hail, for thou hast died for me. And praise and glory shall not fail throughout eternity. Kinders van God, ga nou in leef met die verwachting dat Godse goedheid altijd weer in jou leven en in alle omstandigheden aan jou zal verschijnen. En voor jouw vrede in vreugde zal brengen. Children of God, 
you may now return to your everyday lives knowing in expectation that God's joy and goodness will always reappear in your lives and in all circumstances whenever you need it. Go and live with the blessings of our Lord. Amen.